This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. Let's talk some brain science. The, the human brain is a magnificent, a magnificent, advanced, complex structure. It, it really is a, a gorgeous work of, uh, I don't know, life, right? Life has developed this, this amazing computer, biological computer that controls many, many things and does, does many, many things and creates many, many things. It's awesome. And, and the more, the more I've learned about brain function and brain science, the more I've, I've been able to kind of harness, you know, the power of the mind and, and create an exceptional life from, you know, six years ago, my life was full of turmoil and, and, and just, man, it was just struggle and conflict. It was, there was just so much pain in my life. And, and today there's just so much love and joy and peace. And it's awesome. And it, it's not without its challenges and obstacles. Those are part of the human and human experience. And those are very meaningful and they help us grow. That my life certainly has challenges and obstacles, but it does not have conflict and drama and, and just <laughs> existential struggle, let's say. And, and a lot of this came from really diving in and, and, and learning more and more about my, my mind and my brain. Okay. So first of all, let's say the mind encompasses the entire body. Your, your entire body is part of the mind because the cells in your foot, like when they're dehydrated, they're going to start screaming and signaling for water. And then your mind, your, your, your thoughts are going to turn to drinking water, right? And that was the, the, that could have been the cells in your foot that was responsible for sending that impulse into the brain to, to trigger that you need a glass of water. But the point is, is your brain is under your skull and your mind is, you know, contains the brain, but it's, you know, it's your whole body. But understanding the workings of the human brain will help you. Master thought, master life, master your emotions and master everything. And, and, and look, there's a couple, there's a couple ways to look and slice and dice the human brain, but I want to do this in a very simple and elegant way. And I'm going to, I'm going to slice it down to three parts of the human brain. And the first is the prefrontal cortex. The second is the cerebellum. And the third is the limbic brain, the limbic system. Okay. We're going to talk about all three of those. And, and I really want to help you understand that. You're living through one of these three. And when, when I framed it this way for me, okay, now, now look, scientists and, you know, doctors, they'll, they probably say it's a little more complicated than this, but this worked for me. Maybe, it'll, maybe it'll help you as well. Each of these three parts has a primary function and a primary role in, in its operation. And you're operating, right? You're operating through one of these at any given time. Like 
Cognitively, you're operating through one of these. Okay. Functionally, you're operating through all of them at the same time, but cognitively, you're operating through one of these at, at any given time. So let's talk about the prefrontal cortex. The prefrontal cortex is this, this walnut looking part of the brain that's on the ex, ex, uh, outside, the external portion of your brain. Okay. If it looks like, it looks like two walnuts put together and, you know, it has a right hemisphere and a left hemisphere and, and it, it looks all like squishy and gooey and stuff like that. But your prefrontal cortex is the, the latest in the design of humanity. And it's, it's awesome. So it helps us troubleshoot, problem solve. Uh, it helps us make decisions conscious. It is it, like, think of this. The prefrontal cortex is the seat of your conscious mind. Okay. Your conscious mind. This is, this is where your voluntary thoughts come from, but they're, they're voluntary and involuntary thoughts. And this is where your voluntary thoughts come from. Okay. So when you're sitting with a crossword puzzle, you're literally using your, your prefrontal cortex. When you're solving a math problem, you're using a free uh, prefrontal cortex. When, when you're trying to figure out where to go to dinner, you're, you're using your prefrontal cortex. When you're designing a bridge, when you're, you know, when you're building a, a rocket ship, you're using your prefrontal cortex. Anything where you're actively using your mind in a focused manner to achieve an outcome, you are using your prefrontal cortex. It's awesome. The complete, the greatest thing that the, the greatest machinery, the greatest biological, uh, mechanism that life has ever created. It's, it's fantastic. It's amazing. That's what makes us like human. And that's what accelerated our evolution and helped us build, you know, civilizations is our prefrontal cortex. Number two. And we're going to talk about the cerebellum. The cerebellum sits in the back, right? It's, it's like if you, if you were to look at the, your cerebellum, if you were looking at a picture of your brain, it's, it's in the back, let's say, uh, right up, right at the top of the neck, uh, right under the skull, right? Is that, if that makes any sense? Top of the neck in the back, like right under the base of the skull, bottom of the skull. So that's the cerebellum sitting back there. And the cerebellum has a lot of functions, right? But the primary functions, the simplest way to explain and, and the primary functions are twofold. One is to control all of the involuntary, uh, functions of your body, your, your heart beating, blood flowing, uh, your breathing, uh, anything, you know, eyes blinking, all of these things that are involuntary. That's your cerebellum. Your cerebellum is like sent, always sending out these triggers, these signals for your body to continue to function. That's number one. Number two, it is the seat of your subconscious. It is where all of your memories are stored. It's where all of your traumas are stored. It's where all of your programming and conditioning, your belief system are stored in your cerebellum. And your, your living life, 95% of your life is lived through the cerebellum. And it, what, what's happening is you're operating through beliefs and through your old experiences and through your, your perspectives. You're operating through what's stored in your cerebellum as truth, even if it might not be true, but you're operating as if it's true. And that's where it's all coming from. It's coming from your cerebellum. 
very subconscious. Like when you, the, the, the best way for me to describe it is when you learn to drive a stick shift, you're using your prefrontal cortex and, and you've got to, you know, you, you know, exactly you, you're trying to figure out when to hit the pedal, when to shift, when to release the, you know, the clutch, when to hit the gas and you're coordinating all of your, all these appendages and your body parts. And at first you're using your prefrontal cortex because you're actively focused on this outcome. And over time, as your, your body, like, is your body understands the movements and as it becomes part of your operating system, part of your, you know, wisdom, I guess, you know, wisdom is knowledge that's like embodied when you, when you learn, when you embody how to drive a stick shift. Now, now you no longer need to use your prefrontal cortex. It's free to, you know, to do other things <laughs> while you're driving and you're in, and when you're driving a stick shift, your cerebellum takes over and your subconscious mind the unconscious part of you that's operating without your, your immediate awareness. It's got, it, it's controlling the clutch and it's, it's hitting the gas and it's hitting the, you know, the clutch and all this stuff. So you're using your cerebellum. So when we operate from our cerebellum, it's, it's like we're operating from a state of wisdom. It's we're operating. It's our, you can call it our operating system. It's, it's who we are at that given moment. Okay. Or who, who we, where we are with our story in our life. Okay. So the point being is if, you know, if, if there was a trauma in your life, uh, you know, it, when you're in your teens or when you're in your early teens or when you're a child, when, you know, when somebody maybe, maybe they say you're stupid, you know, and it goes into your cerebellum and, and it, it gets sucked in there and it gets absorbed and you, you build a belief around the fact that I'm stupid. And, you know, you, you see that and you, you operate from that state, that place of that belief. Right. Without maybe even understanding that somebody said that it wasn't true, but now you've chosen to believe it. Now you've, now you're looking for evidence where, where that's true. Okay. This is sub, your subconscious at work. My father used to say making money is hard. And I've proven over and over that making money is not hard. It's really not. I mean, business is very simple. People have problems. They want, they'll pay to have their problem solved. We solve problems for people that they want to have solved and that they'll pay to have solved. And, and it, it, if, if they're, you know, the bigger the problem, the, the more, the more they'll, they'll invest to have that problem solved. The business is very simple. It's look for pre, understand what pro, kind of problems you can solve for people. Uh, look for people with those problems and ask them if they want to help solving those problems. It, making money is very simple. And then, then you give them your solutions. And then when they get results, they thank you. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's amazing. So business making money is very easy. It's just solve bigger problems, make, make more money. If you're solving no problems, you're not making a lot of money. If, if you're solving bigger problems, you're making a lot of money. So it, that's, that's the, you know, that's, I guess, economics 101. But anyway, um, when my father said making money was hard, I chose to believe it. So I did things that I didn't want to do. And when places I didn't want to go and work for people I didn't want to work for because I believed that making money had to be hard. And since it was stored in my subconscious, I, I made it true even when it wasn't. And when money came easily, I questioned if it was okay that I was receiving this money for things that were easy, that felt easy for me and didn't think that I earned that money because it wasn't, it wasn't hard. I didn't work hard for the money. I, I got the money easily. And then I questioned if, if I had really earned it and I deserved it. So life 
you, life doesn't have to be hard to make a lot of money and we don't have to do a lot of hard shit to make a lot of money. We just need to solve problems. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's your genius that solves problems and people pay for the genius. They don't, they don't need you to sweat and toil and struggle and, um, anyway, be under intense stress. They'll just, they just want their problem solved and they'll pay for it. I, I hope all that makes sense, but I, I believe my dad. And I made him true. I made his words true, even when they weren't. And then when I was 43, 44 years old, I started to understand the the unconscious beliefs that I held, um, that I didn't question from my childhood, the unconscious beliefs that I held. And I started to rewire and rewrite those stories. And and when I rewrote the stories, new evidence of those stories came into, came into be. And, and now I get to live this life and it's pretty freaking awesome. So. That's your cerebellum, cerebellum, subconscious. It's your operating system. You're operating from it until you question it, till you shine a light on what's happening and, and what, what beliefs you hold and, and, and what, what thoughts are happening and how you're operating and how you respond, you know, unconsciously. It, it's going to be invisible to you. Then there's this last part of your brain and it's called the limbic system, the limbic brain. And, and look, it very, at a, a very fundamental level, this is your lizard brain. This is your fight, flight freeze response this is your danger signal this is this is the the the, the fear based part of you this is what triggers you know danger when there is no danger it increases the level of cortisol that's in your in your body the fear hormone and when your when your limbic system is engaged and and it's trying to keep you alive it, it'll and that that's its only job it's not to not to keep you happy your limbic system is its only job is to keep you alive it doesn't care if you're happy or not it doesn't care if you're wealthy it doesn't doesn't care if you're successful all it's doing is looking for uncertain circumstances uncertain situations and it's trying to get you to back up when there's uncertainty so this is why growth in is so hard in personal development and this is why people self sabotage because as we grow life becomes more uncertain and as life becomes more uncertain our limbic brain kicks into gear and it sends cortisol it floods the body with cortisol to get you to back up into familiar circumstances because it only has one job and that's to keep you safe keep you alive it doesn't care if you're happy it doesn't it doesn't care if you grow if you're alive, it's doing its job. And that's, that's the only thing it's tasked with. But this is your, your, your survival mechanism. Your limbic brain is your survival mechanism. And, and it'll tell you that there's danger when there's no danger. And it's why people struggle, uh, from, you know, they go to work and they go to jobs that, that they don't love and, and they, they, they allow incredible levels of stress into their life. Because they've got, they're flooded with danger signals constantly and, and they're, they've convinced themselves, their li- the limbic, the limbic brain has convinced them that, that they can't. The limbic, the limbic brain has convinced them that there's nothing more available to them. Uh, and, and it, it does this by constantly sig- signaling danger. They start to dream about a better life and their limbic system kicks in and floods their body with cortisol. But if you, if you choose different, everybody will leave you, right? So, and because that's part of the limb, limbic system is, is tribal based. It, it, it figures that if, if you have the more people you have in your life, even if, even if they're not awesome people for you, the more people you have in your life, the more chance of survival you have, right? Very tribally based. Um, and anytime there's a challenge, to your survival, your limbic system, your limbic brain is going to kick in and start to trigger, you know, heightened levels of cortisol and fear, fear hormone. 
So if you think about it, prefrontal cortex is like your immediate focused problem solving mechanism. The cerebellum is running the ship to 95% of everything you think, do, believe, behave, decide, choose, uh, all of it comes from conditioning and comes from, you know, your programming, your operating system that's running under, you know, under the app. Your prefrontal cortex is the app. Your cerebellum is the operating system and the prefrontal cortex is working on top the, you know, on top of the app. And it's running 95, your cerebellum is running 95% of your life and your prefrontal cortex is con, or I'm sorry, your, your limbic system is constantly looking out for danger and for unfamiliar and for uncertain and for unsafe. And one of these is like, (laughs) one of these is running the show, like at any given time. And if you look at the state of humanity, most and with, with all the people that, that hate Mondays and love Fridays and they're, they're avoiding pain and they're seeking pleasure and, and they're all they're doing is living an unconscious life where they're looking forward to having two weeks a year that they actually enjoy and they're willing to sacrifice 50 weeks a year. You know, if you look at the state of humanity and, 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 and crime and all this, you know, all the, 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 the carnage that that's happening. If you, if you turn on your news, you, you know, I mean, the news escalates everything, but you know, there are things that happen in the world and all all this shit comes from the limbic brain, like signaling fear. So people need to control and people need to, to, to wrong people and people need to hurt people and people need to take advantage of people and people need to lie. People lie to people. They need to rob banks and they need to start wars. And this is all limbic brain. This is all limbic, limbic brain, uh, decision making. Like religion, you could, I would argue that religion takes advantage and leverages your limbic brain for its own benefit. Right. The, the, the business of religion. It's, if I were building a self-serving business, I would convince people that they needed me too. And and I would convince them that they, they're not allowed to think for themselves and they need to, they need to look at me as the the answer and as the source of of their guidance. And they need to check in with me to see if they can do something. If I was building a self-serving business, I would build it so that they didn't rely on themselves. And they were, and I told them if they started to rely on themselves and they were, they were going to perish in eternal damnation and they were going to be punished. That's what I would do. If I was building a self-serving business, I would tell them that they couldn't count on themselves, that they, they weren't worthy and deserving of making their own decisions, that they had to look at my rule book in order to, in order to live a, a life well lived. If I were starting a self-serving business, that's what I would do. I would, I would coerce them and convince them that, that their nature was broken and they couldn't be depended on or relied on or make good informed decisions for their own benefit, that they needed me to do that, to help them do that. And, and that's, that's leveraging the limbic system, like taking advantage of people's fears, their, their worst fears. And, and when people aren't living the life of their dreams and people are in constant states of stress and struggle and challenge and turmoil, and they're just stuck there in drama and conflict, their limbic system, their limbic brain is completely running the show. And their cerebellum is, and, and their subconscious is solely based on like fear. So they've got pain running their life. They don't have hope and, and dreams and, and you know, 
uh, heightened, heightened states of awareness and, and, and expanding circumstances. Those don't pull them forward. It's fear makes them, makes them run. Fear, fear keeps them like running from, from loss. It's important to understand that your brain, you can engage the prefrontal cortex anytime you want. And with your prefrontal cortex, when you actively visualize greater circumstances in your life, you can reprogram the cerebellum. And when you reprogram the cerebellum, you can reprogram over time how your entire body and how your entire mind behaves, responds, believes, navigates this life. But but this is becoming this is with becoming present and starting to do the work of using your prefrontal cortex more actively on creating an awesome future and and visualizing and imprinting that cerebellum with new states of of awareness with new states of belief with higher level beliefs with higher levels of awareness and only you can do that using your prefrontal cortex if you always do what you always did you always get what you always got and and that what you always did is very much driven by your limbic system and your cerebellum but you must engage the prefrontal cortex which you're typically only using like 5% of your life but when you actively engage the prefrontal cortex to create a new operating system in your subconscious and and you understand how to interact and how to engage with actively constructively engage with those danger signals that you're receiving from the, from the, the limbic system you can really take control of your life but if if you don't understand that you are either creating from a, the past or creating a new future Be, because there many people are just recreating the past as their new future because they're just going to continue to repeat the same patterns, the same behaviors, make the same choices over and over and over, expecting different results. If you always do what you always did, you'll always get what you always got. At some point, you have to break the cycle. You can actively engage your prefrontal cortex. Just sit down, close your eyes today for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and just visualize a more beautiful future. Whatever you want, more money, more love, more joy, more whatever. And visualize that you already have those things. The, the mental, the mental images, imprint them, <laughs> just live in them as if they're, they're happening right now and feel, flood your body with the emotions of already having that thing. And that is how you actively re-imprint your cerebellum for what you want instead of what you already have. The mind and the emotions that of the thing that you want, the thoughts and the feelings that you assign to those things that you want, when you, when you choose them together, you will 
re-imprint and you will retrain your subconscious to act from that place. And when you act and behave and you live from that place, you will see your life change before your very eyes. But you must actively engage the prefrontal cortex to, to live in a bigger future instead of continuing to, to repeat the same life over and over and over. Hating Mondays, loving Fridays, living for the weekend, working for people you don't want to work for, doing jobs you don't want to do, struggling from month to month financially, struggling to grow your business, whatever it is, whatever you're stuck in. It's because you're subconsciously programmed to be stuck there. And unless you use that prefrontal cortex and engage that, your conscious thought, and you start to re-imprint your subconscious, you're going to keep like, (laughs) I'll just say it one more time because it really is meaningful. You're just going to keep creating the past over and over into the future. Do this work. Sit down for 10, 15 minutes and create a more powerful reality. Hey, thanks for listening. For more free content, a list of upcoming events, or our life-changing offerings, visit our website at www.innerwealthglobal.com.